Wow, we got a great response to Am I Wrong today about the mom who wants to have people bring cash as a gift to his to her son's sixth birthday party. And uh, we dang near broke the scale when it came to the trash flash today. <laughs> that was a good one, man. Uh, good round of how many drinks did we have? And minute to win it. Yeah. Do we know this world or not? Trash flash. Or, and, uh, maybe it's just me. It was good. We had a good show. It was fun. Come on. Thank you for being a part of it, Wood. You'll hear it all right now on the podcast. Kelly and Wood. Am I wrong is when someone is struggling with something in their personal life, so they make it public so that we can pass judgment on them and maybe help them out a little bit. We have Erica on the phone with us right now for Am I Wrong. Erica, what's going on? Hey, guys. Um, So what's going on? It's my son's sixth birthday. It's coming up here, and he has so many toys. We, I'm constantly throwing toys away, and... I just can't stand the thought of him getting any more toys that we're just not going to use. Mm-hmm. So, calling you because I'm, I have like an idea um, to do for his birthday, and I want to ask people instead of you know giving him some more toys that he just does not need, um, I want to ask for like a cash, like kind of like maybe ten dollars, um, so I can take that money and then we can do like an experience with him instead of getting toys. Okay. So I want to know if that's wrong because some of my friends and family are telling me, you know, like that's a little trashy to ask for cash. Um, and they just like want to pick out whatever they want for him. Okay. I'm 100% on your side with this. Really? Only because I am so, I mean, my kids are getting older now, so they don't get toys as gifts like they used to. Mm -hmm. But it would get to a point where it's like, we have too much crap. And it's just, and then you're right. You, you're always running to the goodwill to donate stuff. And it's just, uh, no, nah, I'll be real with you. I'm flat out at that point right now. Like yeah. we're we're trying to do a little spring cleaning with the kids. Yeah, and I have already made two trips right to the donation. We, we did center. that over the weekend too. We got rid of a ton of stuff. But you also got to remember, what's the best part about Christmas is giving people gifts, right? I yeah. mean, it, 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 there is something to buying a gift for someone and seeing them light up and like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Versus, hey. Here's an Andrew Jackson right. go wild with it a little bit later on. But Erica, I got to be honest with you. If I was coming to your kid's birthday, I would also think it's a relief to be like, all right, cool. I don't have to go shopping for some kid I barely know to get him some. And I'm going to end up spending way more than $10 because what are you going to get a kid for 10 bucks? Yeah. it's You're literally buying something that's going to end up in the trash later on that day. So saying like, okay, cool. All I have to do is put 10 bucks in a little decorative envelope. Boom. Shopping done. Exactly. Like, kind of trying to be more minimalistic with the stuff that we have in our house. And also, I feel like an experience for him is he's going to remember that versus all of these little knickknacky toys. I think he's just going to have more fun doing an experience that we can remember. So, Wood, you you think it's a little... I ask it for cash seems a little... How would you... How are you phrasing it? How am I phrasing it? Yeah, like in your your invitations for the... uh, for the party, how are you phrasing that you want cash and not gifts? Well, all, what I did on the invite is I just said, like, instead of presents, we're asking for like $10 cash to go towards an experience. Okay. Well, you're phrasing it well, said, but... In the bottom of the invite. Now, when when my wife and I got married, we wanted cash for gifts because we were having to pay for the wedding all... Well, I had to pay for the wedding all myself. Yeah. And so I wanted to recoup some of my losses. So we just put... And this is what we were told to do by someone who deals with this all the time. We always put alternative gifts accepted. And that's like the, that's like the dog whistle that, hey, we want cash. Really? Yeah. And we got cash hmm. <laughs> by putting that on the invitation. But I think yours is fine, too. For a wedding, it would have felt trashy to be like, hey, we want cash. I, I I find it more acceptable for a wedding than giving it a kid. Okay. Giving a kid cash. You and I don't always see eye to eye, my no. friend. Well, I'm 100% on your side. Now, where will the listeners be? That is the question. So what we're going to do is we're going to put you on hold. You'll be able to hear all the calls, hear all the texts, everything like that. And we'll come up with a judgment. Are you wrong for wanting cash for your six-year-old for their birthday party instead of toys? 320-656-9453. Hold on, okay? Okay. Man, this touched a nerve. We got a lot of calls and texts coming in. So what do you think? Is it wrong for parents to ask for cash for their six-year-old for his birthday? I don't know. That's weird. Right? It is. It's kind of a weird request to ask of someone. Yeah. I mean, with a toy, at least I know it's for the kid. But with money... Like, are the, are the parents pocketing that? I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's for the kid or for them. What if you get maybe a gift card for the kid? 
Yeah, I mean, that kids love going to spend gift cards. I don't know about your kids, but my kids would rather have a gift card. They love going to Target or and picking something out for themselves. Right. But if I'm giving this kid a 20, who, like you said, who knows? Dad may be buying a sixer on the way home and <laughs> you know slipping the kid the, the change. <laughs> but, hey, we appreciate the call this morning. All right, let's get your calls and texts in. 320-656-9453 for Am I Wrong? Kelly and Wood. And am I wrong this morning? Erica called us up because she wants to ask for straight cash for her kid's birthday party. Tired of all the toys cluttering up the house. But some of her relatives are saying, hey, that's kind of trashy to ask for cash for a kid's birthday party. I'm on Erica's side 100%. Who who cares if it's trashy? I'm sick of all the crap sitting around my house. And you know what? I live trashy. What do I care? (laughs) Throw it on the list. One more thing I'm doing that's trashy. Trashier it is, the more comfortable you are. Set the precedent now, Erica, that you do trashy things. When, uh, how about these texts rolling in here? A ton of texts. When my son had his last birthday, he wanted just money, so I put that on the invitations. Still got a few gifts, but mostly got money. Brian from Grand Forks, I don't see anything wrong with that. I would do it for sure. Not trashy, especially if you explain this for a trip or experience with him. Brooklyn says, it's a great idea. I have relief for the people coming and a relief for you. That's Kelly Jordan's Right. It makes it so much easier to be like, all right, cool. Shopping done. Uh, You know, Sharon says, I think the cash is a good idea, but only if the child will not be disappointed. Because let's be real. She she raised a good point. Part of the birthday party experience is ripping open a bunch of presents. Right. You're 100, but at what age does that not be? I got to be honest. Even as an adult, that's still pretty exciting. Right? Yeah, so you're right on that. Uh, Jake says, I think it's a great idea. Carrie says, I think you can try. I tried something similar for my son's first birthday, but I still got toys. Don't put down a specific amount of cash. Maybe say where the experience will be, like Powder Ridge, something like that. Okay. Uh, we asked for cash, like a BMX, or towards something for like a BMX helmet, new bike, etc. We asked for cash for our three-year-old to put towards a lifetime hunting and fishing license. Oh, cool. That's actually a really cool idea. It's a great idea. Especially if like, your family's into that. Uh, other people, uh, my kids love when they get cash for a gift. Then they love to go shopping for their own gift. It helps them be responsible with the money because then they know how much they can spend, what stuff costs. Almost a little bit of a life lesson there as well. How about this? My sister asked for money for her kids for karate lessons. Lisa, you know, she goes something important, not wasted on something. So All right. still plenty of text messages rolling in here. Yeah, keep them coming because we got to give Erica an answer on this one. Uh, we got a couple of people on the phone to chime in. What's up? Oh, okay. I was going to say, you know, it would be different too if I knew specifically what it was. Like okay. instead of just saying an experience, I want to know what are you doing? Like, so later, like on social media, I better see something. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, like I better see you went to Sky Zone if that was the dream. I better see that you went, you know, for a ride if that was the dream. (laughs) Or if it was a class, like a ballet class or, you know what I mean, stuff like that. I would totally be on board, but I want to kind of see proof later. You want receipts. (laughs) I I love this. There's a little cash, but I better see that kid having fun later. (laughs) I want pictures. Proof of life. (laughs) And I want him holding today's newspaper in the photos. Hey, thank you so much for the call this morning. Thank you. Bye. Kelly and Wood, hello. Am I wrong? Yeah, what's up? So I have four kiddos, and my kids in the last, like, two years, they prefer, like, getting money to go towards things or, like, us as parents talk to them, like, hey, we're going to ask grandma and grandpa and our aunts and uncles to, like, put money towards, like, our summer zoo pass or, like, Crayola World. Um, and then, like, grandmas that, you know, want to spend a little bit more, um, they'll generally, like, just buy the zoo pass. and. They buy it, and then we can go to the zoo all summer as a family right? and not have to spend anything. So I think, like I said, with four kids, we have toys and crafts and art stuff. They generally will get them like a smaller, you know, something that, like a toy that they are excited about. But um, I have the kids in the car, and they were like, Mom, we do that. <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, yes, we do. There so you go. we prefer it um, just because it's, it's less stuff around the house and they get to get out and do things water parks and zoos and aquariums and it's fun it's fun right. to see and and yeah so i think it's a great idea and what i do is i when i send the invitation i'm just like you know we love experiences or things to do versus things and toys and just junk that's gonna break in a month and as long as you're posting it on social media so like the woman before you has proof that you're out yeah. having fun <laughs> then you're all good yeah Yes, that's what we do. Or we send them pictures or we send them a thank you card when we get home 
of the kids at the zoo or whatever and like thanks for helping us or whatever um or i send them a text or something and then they know you know we enjoyed it awesome thank you so much for the call this morning all right texter said the same thing all Mm -hmm. right well, let's keep the calls. Let's keep the text coming, and we will give Erica her judgment. And am I wrong? Next, Kelly and Wood. Erica is sitting on hold for "Am I Wrong?" Right now, her son is about to have his sixth birthday party, and she wants people to give cash instead of gifts. She said, "Kid has all the toys he could possibly shake a stick at. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather we buy him an experience or something else." And so she's catching a little heat for that. People are saying it's kind of trashy to ask for cash for a kid's birthday party. But man, is any parent of a young kid knows? They have toys that don't even remember I get, sticking around. I get angry about once a month at all the stuff my kids have. One, because my childhood was a barren wasteland. My childhood was scorched earth. Mm-hmm. So when I see the childhood my kids are having, I, I get angry sometimes because I'm like, you have too many things. And you played with a stick. I did. You had to get if your I own was stick. lucky, yeah. there's no sticks in the ghetto. I like I like my kids. I, I make them go through their stuff and I say, well, we're going to find 10 toys here to donate to some kids that maybe don't have toys. Right. And uh, that's a good exercise. Uh, people texting in, uh, bring and he says, thank you so much for telling me what you want. You're saving me time. I'd rather the money go for an yes. experience rather than another toy. Chrissy says the same thing. I'd rather contribute to an experience versus a toy. Uh, other people, hey, if you're worried about too many gifts, invite less people. That's a, um, interesting, but I don't know. Because then all of a sudden you're leaving kids out. Yeah. Um, I don't mind the idea of not having to go shopping for a gift from Bonnie. That's I'd what I'm screaming. Give- cash to your event than going ahead and going out and buying a present gift cards would be better nick maybe gift cards to a place they want to take so a lot of the people kind of getting in the same way here. yeah absolutely and uh we got someone sitting on hold wants to chime in then we'll give uh our judgment to erica hello uh so i'm a mom of three kids between the ages of three and 14 and i don't think she's 100 percent wrong i think it's a good idea to at least try because i know our kids like they get toys and they play with them for maybe two weeks and then they just sit and we end up selling them or getting rid of them where yep. uh, experiences you're making memories which last so like for christmas we started doing as parents that each of our kids um get an experience as a gift so like my one son we took him to the rodeo down at the xl energy center in february my other son we're, we got him tickets to go to Valley Fair this summer, and then my daughter, we pre-bought tickets to go to Nickelodeon Universe. So, oh, and they were super excited about those gifts. So. Yeah. yeah, that's actually that, a lot cooler. This seems to be the common theme, is like experiences over things. Yeah. Yeah, or even like at six years old, like ready to learn or ready to read books. They're going to yeah. be learning to read at first grade, and so that or cash towards an experience, so that way they at least have a choice. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much for calling in this morning. No problem, guys. Thanks. Have a great day. You too. Bye. All right, Wood, I think it's time to give Erica her judgment. Let's go. All right, Erica, you heard the calls, you heard the text, and your judgment today, and am I wrong? You're not necessarily wrong. People are loving the idea of doing things over having things. Yeah, experiences, gift cards, that kind of stuff. Right, but people are saying maybe the cash part of it is where it kind of falls apart. Gift cards. Okay. And then maybe I could let him pick something out, too. Yeah, my kids love doing that. Well, especially, like, you talked about the experience. Like, maybe you found, like, a a laser tag place or something like that that, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, everyone buys a gift card. You can maybe even throw the birthday party there type situation and then kind of load up and then he maybe he can bring some of his friends back to me i think that's the the because i'm i'm look i'm with you i'm a thousand percent i have donated more stuffed animals in the past month than like one of those teddy bear tosses where they all throw them on the ice i mean it is absurd in my house so i get the fact of hey we need to stop the clutter at some point in time but cash cash just seems too impersonal for me especially for kids Okay, I guess I can I can live with that. All right, try to, show up and yeah. throw money at a kid yeah. like a tiny stripper. <laughs> it seems very mobbish. It seems very yeah. <laughs> oh, here's a little something envelope talking in his little jacket. <laughs> Don't tell your mother. Oh. All right. Well, hey, Erica, we uh, appreciate you calling in. Congratulations on yeah. the six year old's birthday, and uh, thank and, you. And, and good luck. Okay, I appreciate the help, guys. Kelly and Woods Small Town Salute.
We want to say good morning to everybody listening in Grafton, North Dakota, population 4,100. And it's time to go and get them for that Grafton High School varsity basketball team. That's because they're competing in the regional tournament tonight. Good luck. Go spoilers. Ooh. And that's why Grafton, North Dakota, you get today's small town salute. That was your small town salute with Kelly and Wood in the morning. Kelly and Wood. How many drinks have you had is when Brian Riley and I listen to Wood interview somebody at a music festival, We Fest to be mm-hmm. precise, and uh, you kind of get a little background story on how hard of a partier they are, and then Brian Riley and I try and figure out how many drinks have they had at the time of the interview. Correct. Now, this one's a little interesting because I grabbed a group, all right? This isn't just all one right. person. So do we have to guess... In Itodos, yes. how much they've had? Okay. As a crew, how much these lovely oh young ladies had to drink? Okay. All right. Brian Riley, are you ready? Ooh, it's going to be a tough one. Bye, right. Here we go. We're going three here. All right. I'm going to combine you three together because y'all, y'all got cowboy hats on. Are y'all partying together, right? Oh, yes, yes we are. All right. So, first up, what's your name? Molly. Molly. Lauren. Lauren. And Emma. And Emma. Oh, you're very particular about that <laughs> finger point there. All right. So, are you guys having a good time here? Oh, yes. 100%. All right. How long have we been drinking for today? Um, <laughs> we started on a boat a while ago. Oh, but I think boat? Where's water? We're, we're staying on water. We're oh. not camping. Okay. Yeah, there's no. water. Is there a lake near WeFest? I mean, I mean, we're in Detroit. Lake. Detroit Lakes. I know, no. but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> you know, first of all, you don't have to be condescending. Second of all, Wood also said, as you sit there and laugh at me. I, I, fair enough. For today. Um, oh, we started from a boat a while ago, oh, but I oh, think yeah. we... Where's water? See? Um, we're <laughs> staying on water. We're not <laughs> camping. Okay. Yeah, there's no water somewhere. I mean, Detroit okay. lakes. Yeah. I think there's a million lakes All right. Here. There's a million lakes <laughs> in the land of 10,000 lakes. Okay, we'll take that. Yeah. So you guys have been going hard the entire day, all right? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Now, just between us girls here, what is, what's the hardest you've ever gone drinking? Um, First time. First time you drink. Uh, I did not know what I was doing. Okay. <laughs> we got away from it. But like first time here. I was like, yeah, I know it wasn't the first time for you. Oh, my. Oh, Lord. Um, probably, I don't know. I feel like Winstock last year. Really? We went to Winstock oh, last year. And that was a short amount of time, but we did. Mm. We fit it in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, and you? Uh, I would say, remember that one time when you were drinking really cheap alcohol? <laughs> Yeah, was, was it Boone's Farm Cheap? No, it was, it was very cheap. Oh, Svedka. Oh, I'm sorry, it was what? No, it was New Am. New Am. Oh, it was I know Svedka. All right, all right. Okay, all right. So now, if I had to ask you ladies, we're going to combine the scores. Yes. How many drinks have you had today? We'll go left or right. How many drinks have you had today? All right. All right. Now, are we guessing? As a group, there's as three As a group, of them. how many have they had? Mm-hmm. Okay. The whole Svedka thing, I, I remember when I was not making much money, Svedka was my go-to. Really? And that is some cheap... What is it? Is vod- it vodka? It's vodka, yeah. Is that in a plastic bottle? Um, That feels yes, like it's in a plastic it's bottle. It's a plastic yeah. bottle. Yeah. Right. It's one cut above Silver Wolf. Mm. And, all my, and all my liquor store people know where the Silver Wolf is at. On the bottom door? It's on the bottom, mm. yeah. Sometimes they use it as a doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> it's classy. <laughs> Well, it's a big enough bottle. <laughs> All right. If I had to guess, what time of day was this? Do you remember? Because this was a while ago. It was probably, it, it was probably, I would say about three o'clock. You know. Oh, boy. Shows were getting started. All right. I'll go first, Brian Riley. Yeah. There's, there's three of them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say 11. 11 in total. Okay. I'm guessing two of them had four. The responsible one only had three. <clears throat> okay. She was helping put the boat back on the trailer or something. <laughs> We're, okay, here's a here's a, a very weird. Were any of them taller than you? I don't remember. Okay, that's a weird question, but it uh, is a weird question. Well, maybe you know sometimes taller people can consume more, right? And psych you out. You know, you got to think. It oh, takes boy. it longer to work its way around their liver and such. They've been li- they were they're staying on a lake, mm-hmm. and they were on the boat beforehand. Mm-hmm. That would be gangster. They all had matching hats. I do remember that. Pink cowboy hats, probably. Uh, I'm gonna say they had a combined. 17 drinks. Whoa! Jeez. Lord have mercy. I mean, that's that's what? One person has five, two people have six. Uh, yeah. In a span of on the lake, then off the lake. Okay. And we're not taking in... Cons- Sometimes people count shots as drinks. Okay. That's true. I said 11. Brian Riley said 17. Mm-hmm. It is now time to get our answer. How many drinks have you had today? We'll go left or right. How many drinks have you had today? 
Three, maybe? Yeah, no, Liar. Three, no, yeah. You don't see... I, three. So, uh, All right, so you're going slow, right? You're easing yeah, into this. I don't scene. need a lot, no. Okay, all right. <laughs> Cheap date <laughs> is three. What about you? I would say three, too. Oh. Uh-oh, so oh. that's two and three. She better have 11 on her. When did you... Yeah, oh, you was, Wait, what was that last one? It might be four. When did you... Yeah, second one. Yeah, I was doing one getting ready. Yeah, so I was like, not that... We're taking... Yeah, we're taking it slow and easy before we get... Now, if you're currently at four, what is our end number going to be per person here? I feel like I don't even want to know. <laughs> Dang. Whatever the world takes us or wherever Winstock takes us. I mean, wait for us. There you go. All right, well, you sure you're only at three? Oh, boy. I didn't. Okay. You may want to shut her down at five. I'm not a doctor, but you may want to. Just thinking out loud. But I feel like a good number to end with is like... Eight. 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 Ten. But Eight. if we go Jeez. to ten, that's not bad. We might be going to ten. So we are currently at, let's see, three, 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 three. we're currently at ten on our way to 24. <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. Yes. Or 30. Absolutely. Or 30. I wouldn't doubt it. Okay. Ooh, what number was that? I ten. Ten. It was three, 11. three, and four. Oh, dang. I got it. Hey. <laughs> that's, I think that's why I was shocked because I mm-hmm. never normally get these. That's fantastic. So obviously I caught them on the up ramp. The on-ramp to party town. Man. And they were ready to go. Doesn't that get you, like, excited for summer hearing that? Jenna texted in 568. <laughs> See, I, I knew I wasn't off. Yeah, mm. staying on the boat, I guess, would maybe give you that. So, all right, finally, for the first time ever, I think I took a round of how many drinks have you had? How's it feel, buddy? It feels great. Yeah. This boy done gone crazy. Making you feel better about yourself every morning. It's time to get trashy with Kelly and Wood. All right, Wood will now give us a story with some trashy elements to it. We're going to give it a trashy score and put it up on the trashy scale in the trash. Flash. We're headed to Florida, Pennsylvania, my friend. Pen, <laughs> pen trash. Ooh, don't strain an ankle on that one. I don't know anything about Pennsylvania. Keystone State. Keystone Quakers. trash. Quaker yeah. trash. But we start off as authorities were called to a house that said, "Hey, you need to get here. We've got a young man who's done gone crazy." <laughs> Sure enough, when authorities pulled up, 19-year-old Lonnie Beatty was going wild. In fact, he was inside the house and he was fighting five different members inside the home. Man, that sounds like a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. So when authorities pulled up, they said, we need backup. They called in not one, but two other police uh, uh, forces, if you will. Sure. From two other areas came as backup as well. When uh, officers approached the door, Beatty came busting out. He wasn't waiting for them to come on in. He came flying through the door, screaming, no, 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 no. By the way, I should mention, at this point in time, he was buck naked. Yeah, Well, he jumped off the porch and ran naked through the snow towards the road. That's a tough run. Authorities said, hey, stop. But he just said, nah, not me. I'm going to ignore that. So a cop deployed the taser, which stopped him as he fell to the ground. But we're far from done. Oh, Lord. Because he fell on ice, officers were having a hard time getting to him. And at this point in time, he began rolling around on the ground and pulled the wires off of the taser. Oh, that can't be easy to do. The chase was back on. Officers were struggling to chase him because of the icy conditions. A second taser strike... What the heck? This dude is a superhero. But he busted a U-turn and went flying back into the house. Authorities then followed him into the house where a brouhaha kicked off. But the problem was authorities were having a hard time getting a grasp on him because Beatty was covered in head to toe in cooking oil. As you can imagine, he was squirting around like a watermelon seed. At some point in time, he was finally able to be subdued. This is after even the family dog had joined in on the fight. He's like he didn't catch on fire covered in oil getting hit with a taser. That's interesting. Yeah. It smells like KFC. <laughs> well, they finally got him subdued and they asked, what is going on with you, son? He said, I tried acid for the first time and, well, he got out of control. You are a crackhead. 
He was arrested and charged with 24 misdemeanor assault counts and other ones. But here's the twist, Kelly Jordan. Yeah. The family inside was his girlfriend's family, and they refused to press charges. If I'm the dad of that young lady, I'm like, take him away, please. Everything then got knocked down to a single count of disorderly conduct and resisting arrest. After all that? Right? I would think that every time they have to deploy the taser on you, that that's like something they ratchet up the charges a little bit. Well, I guess that's resisting arrest. Okay, you're right. What, I don't know where to begin. We're going to have to do a recap of this story. Okay. So there's a fight going on inside the house of five people. That's trashy. That's trashy, <laughs> right. Sometimes an argument, fine, but you're fighting five people inside of a house. That's trashy. Police show up. Mm-hmm. Um, anytime the police have to call for backup. From three separate districts. You're doing something trashy. That's trashy. I'm going to give that another 175 points right there. Mm-hmm. Um, the dude squirts out of the house and starts running around naked in the snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trashy. Seems like it. I'm going to give that 175 points. Um, and then we have the fact that he was hit with a taser once. Right. That's going to get you 150 points. I believe you should get a couple more points because he ripped off the oh, yeah. taser prongs. I'll tack another 50 on for that. And then he gets hit with a taser twice. And it doesn't have any effect. That's another 175 points right there. Mm-hmm. The fact that he was doing all of this covered in cooking oil. Oh, yeah. You said cooking oil, right? That sounds trashy to me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that 150 points right there. Whoops. Plus, you know it's all over the place somewhere, right? He didn't, you know, he didn't put it on with a washcloth. That's what I'm saying. If I, if this is my house, I'm mad just about that to begin with because you're slipping on that for weeks. You, that never comes out of the carpet. Taking a corner, a little hot. Oh, watch right. that! Now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then we have um, okay. So he's covered in cooking oil. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, there was something after that. How about the dog had to get involved? The family dog. A dog is probably licking off that oil like, this is delicious. That tastes great. All right, I'll give another 150 points for that. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Okay, I got to make sure my math is right because people have been checking my math lately. Fought with police inside the house. That's trashy. We'll get that another 150 points right there. Took acid. Took, took Acid feels a little trashy to me. Seems like No it. offense to anybody listening who's done acid before. That's all right. It's the person inside of the radio talking to yeah. him. Uh, and then we have a f- the fact that he was arrested is the final 75 points that we will tack on to this one. Correct. Wood, when you... You call it. You call it. I promise. And we knew we'd crack a thousand today. And when we do, it's always a celebration. Cue the internet. Well, yeah. I've been married a long time ago. Where did you come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? Cat and I, Joe. Where did you come from? Cat and I, Joe. Where did you come from? Cat and I, Joe. This insane story of a gentleman covered in cooking oil Hog Molly Getting hit with a taser twice Earns itself a whopping An insane 1,550 points Kelly and Wood Minute to win it is exactly what it sounds like Where we have one minute to come up with as many things In a given topic as we can mm-hmm. The last person to throw out their answer Is who wins minute to win it Very simple A lot of strategy to this game Now yesterday we have some contention Because when it gets to the end We all start screaming and yelling Right And yesterday we claim Wood to be the winner Brian Riley disputed it We have audio of yesterday's Let's hear it back This is yesterday's minute to win it <laughs> And I've listened back And I still can't tell who won But here it is from yesterday um. Apple Jacks, Honey Smacks, Frosted Flakes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, I actually think Brian had it. You think Brian had it? I think that? Brian had it. Because yesterday, at the very end. Yesterday, the topic was names of cereal. Mm-hmm. And one more time. All right, now, if, if we think it's Brian, let's listen in that context. Yeah. Um. Apple Jacks, Honey Smacks, Frosted Flakes, Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Corn Crunch. Yeah. And I also did say Corn Pop twice. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, nice job, Ryan Riley. You well, took it you. yesterday. Thank and, you. And My thank you for pulling that audio. So now we know. And now, all right, we got another round a minute to win it today. What is today's topic? Now, what? I've kind of gone with some of your wheelhouses lately. Kelly, we went with rom-coms. I crushed that one. We went with cereal yesterday. As yeah. Brian is a uh, a poor, is yeah. fantastic at. Stop. Thanks for being honest about Stop. it. I'm going to go with my strength. All right. Geography. Oh, boy. Got a minute on the clock? I got one minute on the clock. <laughs> Countries in Europe. 
Oh, gosh. Now, this is interesting because there's not many countries there. So somebody could eat them all up. And if you say the last one, well, then you're good to go. How many countries are there in Europe? A lot. Don't worry about (laughs) (laughs) There's many. This is going to end up real well for us. Uh, All right. Well, (laughs) I don't know any. All right. Here we go. Come on. I will start the clock. We got a minute to win it. Spain. Europe. Russia. Europe is the uh, prime. England. Fine. England. Russia's in Asia. Russia's Eastern Europe. Yeah, I think that's Asia. See, this is what I think I can't say the Asian. Okay. But I'll give you credit. All right, yeah. Uh, Italy. Poland. Uh, Aust- Austria. 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 What did you say? Italy. Italy's uh, definitely in Europe. Germany. Oh, Switzerland. That's one, right? Nice. All right. <laughs> France. Okay. There's a tiny little oh. country I'm keeping the back of you my mind. You said France. Greece. Greece is oh, one, right? That's a good one. All right. Mm, the Mediterranean. Did someone say <laughs> Ireland already? You just did. I don't know if they are a country if they're just part of England. Oh, they think uh, uh, Norway. Yep. Oh, that's a good one, Finland. too. Oh, that's another one. Uh, Poland? Did I say Poland? Yeah, someone's already said someone Poland. someone said that, but... L- Lithuania. Uh, that is one. That's got to be real. Latvia. Oh, Latvian Orthodox. Uh-huh. Transylvania. Monaco. I think it's a city. Oh. Belgium. Uh, Holland. Portugal. Mm. Oh! today, man. Wood got it. And minute to win it today. That was that felt, one was clean. That felt good. I wrote a whole bunch down, but I don't know if they're European. <laughs> <laughs> I was the same way. I was like, um, what'd you have down? Uh, well, I wrote I wrote Fiji. <laughs> I don't think that's. that's in Europe. I don't think so. That's in Asia. I just know Fiji's somewhere over that. That's way. like an island up by the I, Philippines. I'll say that's like a. Yeah. I wrote Russia question mark <laughs> and then is Ukraine? Does it would that have come? I think yeah, Ukraine is Europe. in Europe. Yeah. Dang yeah. it! I missed out on Ukraine. You would have had one there at the end. Dang it! But hey, minute to win it is a cruel mistress. That's why you got to get your strategy right. Yeah, that's right. Now what would have? Okay, I guess he had he thrown out Ukraine. It was wrong. You still would have won. No, that, Ukraine right? would have counted. No, but okay, Fiji but, was wrong. If I would have said Fiji. I would have been out for sure. USA! (laughs) (laughs) Well, Wood takes it today in this round of Minute to Win It. Alright, it is now time for Maybe It's Just Me. What is the place with the most caves on Earth? This may surprise you. Sometimes Kelly finds things interesting that uh, no one else does. And I mean no one. It's time for Maybe It's Just Me. There's so much pressure to this segment now. (laughs) Like, I can't even just do things I find interesting anymore because now I get insulted left and right for it all day long. But you got insulted before all day long. I know, but now it hurts. <laughs> because people want Wood to do it now, and now it hurts my feelings. Oh, boy. Here Should've we go. It up. Here all right. we go. What's, what place in the world has the most caves and is world-renowned for people who want to go splunking? Excuse me? Isn't he... Uh, I wouldn't say the most in the world, but I know Hawaii has a bunch. That's not the most in the world. Brian Riley, would you like to try and answer? Montana. Wrong. It's Kentucky. Kentucky has more caves than any other state in the world. Get out of here. And is world-renowned for people who want to go cave exploring, which I believe they call splunking. Mm-hmm. And it's it's known around the world. Little old Kentucky. I've never once met somebody from Kentucky, never met anybody that's going to Kentucky. Really? Never met anyone that's moving to Kentucky. I don't even know if I could find Kentucky on a map, to be 100% honest with you. I don't you. think people leave that state. Is it one of those deals? There. I know they have a cool accent. I know that. I've met Kentuckians. Where? <laughs> well, I used to live in Ohio. We butt up against Kentucky. Okay. So, you know, there's some I'm movement. just saying, it seems like one of those places where you just don't meet a lot of people. What's the capital of Kentucky, Wood? Lexington. Nice. Don't step to me, man. I know. I know you know your, your no. state capitals. Is there a lot of caves because were they a part of the moonshining industry? There's probably a lot. I bet there was a lot of back. Now, but these aren't like man-made caves. These are just actual caves. Just like natural caves? Yeah. Why is it called spelunking? It sounds like if you throw a rock and then, you know, it's just a little water and it sounds Spelunk. like it's spelunk. That's probably it. Spelunk. That'd be my thinking. I, I honestly, I don't like going into caves. Oh, hell no. I'm when, not going. I, I hate caves. We, we would go to like Duluth and there was like little, even like overhangs where you could paddle a canoe into. I'm like, at any moment, the, the world could decide that this rock is going to become a part of Lake Superior. And I'm toast. Because oh, you yeah. ain't stopping it. No. Oh. So they call it spelunking because it's a term derived from the Latin spelunka, which means cave, cavern, or den itself. And from the Greek, that's nah, letters I, like I can't pronounce. Cave. Spelunk. You know that, the water. What does it sound like? Spelunk. You know that some <laughs> of those caves, like the water actually holds back like deadly gases. So they tell you that when you are spelunking, like don't, don't break the surface of the water because it could be holding deadly gas back. 
from escaping the water. Like it's almost like a, it's almost like the water is the perfect container for whatever deadly gases may be down below it. <clears throat> so don't go puddle hopping. No, there's a there's a cool there's a really cool cave in a place called Bastrop, Texas that we went to, and even that like that one had up lights and everything. You know, it's super touristy. Yeah, and that made me nervous. I'm like, this is the Earth. The Earth is unpredictable. It's bigger than us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like those like those Chilean miners who got stuck down there yeah. for months. I'm out. Mm. Or how about like how about that coal mine in that one city that started on fire and it's been burning for like six. Years, yeah. What is that? And then maybe like Pennsylvania or something. Yeah, they had to. Evac- you just don't know what's going on below the Earth. We we are surface dwelling creatures. We're there's not a, supposed to get in the deep parts. Of there's it. a cave in southern Minnesota somewhere that I went on a field trip once, and there was bats everywhere. And I was yeah. like, you know what? This isn't my cup yeah. of tea. When I lived in Austin, Texas, that was a big thing to do: is watch the bats. That come from I, under the bridge, right? I always found it just absolutely disgusting and repulsive. <laughs> it's horrifying. I, I was just like, this is ter- this is hor- this is a horror movie, and everyone's like got their you know water burger out and everything else. But they'll swoop down. I mean, hey, at least they'll take care of some mosquitoes. They do take a lot care of a lot of mosquitoes, my friend. Anyone wear a Batman suit when doing that? That's what I would do. I'd be taking I'm sure pictures with Batman suits on. That's the dude to beat up. Uh, by the way, Craig texted in. Uh, Frankfurt's actually the capital of Kentucky. I knew that. I just- <laughs> And he was the only one who got it right. The rest of you failed. Oh, it feels so good that you got something wrong. It's even better because you and I both agreed with Wood. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, that nice 100%. one, Wood. Nice one. Uh, Dee Dee, Kentucky is gorgeous. Arthur, I'm going to Kentucky in April. So take that, Kelly. Okay, okay take it easy. I'm just, I'm, I'm giving you my life experience up to this point. Um, you know Arthur. Arthur knows you. Why say it anymore. While you're out there, do a little spelunking. Watch out for the puddles. Blunk. And on that note, we shall close out this version of Maybe It's Just Me. <laughs> now, maybe you didn't find it interesting. I, there's not much I can do anymore. Guys, you have to remember that this whole segment was started because a lot of times I find things interesting that nobody else does. So keep the insults. Just keep them. I don't no. need them. Because sometimes I have to look at you right in the eye and say to you, <laughs> Maybe It's Just Me. Kelly and Wood. Welcome to our bonus track. It's our first break from 540 in the morning. We talk about uh, people writing things on their cars mm-hmm. when I was in the uh, car pickup line yesterday at school. And speaking of car pickup line, we found out how long Kelly Jordan sits in one. T's and P's, friend. Not that bad. Thoughts and prayers. I don't remember what else we talked about. A lot of things. All right. Well, we shall discover it together as we give you our bonus track, which is our first break from 540 in the morning. Kelly and Wood. I'm not in the chat room because you didn't send me an invitation for it. Oh, I absolutely did, my friend. At 5.18 this morning? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean right right there? Oh, that invitation. Okay, fine. That's fine. People probably don't know when you say I'm not in the chat room. It's it's the way that we record video for the show. Correct. So, And if you don't know, we post videos dang near every day. All on the uh, social medias. Did you see the picture I posted yesterday on our on our Facebook page? Oh, I saw it. I just happened to come across a picture of me in my early 20s. Oof. Upside down visor, blonde highlights, and big old hoop earrings. I was a, I was a caricature of the 90s. You were Jamie Kennedy. Like that, <laughs> that, that image popped to mind. And as soon as I put in... Like in the like little gift finder, it yeah. came up right away. I said, "My God, <laughs> this is Kelly Jordan." Yeah, I was boy, I was living my best life. And if you, you know, have no idea what he's talking about, get to the Kelly Wood Facebook page because it is a it's, scene. It's choice, and that bottle I'm holding is an old English forty ounce. Oh. As if I could be any more hood and nineties. I assume this picture was taken at a country club. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it was in the country at least. Hmm. Uh, anyway. Thank you to everyone. Some people had some kind words to say. Some people are like, you were hot back in the day. No one said that. Someone said it. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't scroll through all the comments. You don't know. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Why? Why? All right, come on. Should we get get this going? What what else are we going to do today if we don't do this little radio show? I'm ready to go. Hey, don't be using Disney stuff in your raps, man. You don't know that was Disney. Uh, There ain't ain't Frozen and Kristoff. There's more than one person on Earth named Kristoff, Wood. I'm just saying, Disney will come after us. Fine. And we have no lawyers. No one even knows we exist, dude. I wouldn't worry too much about it. You don't, Mike Bryan's not going to go to bat for us against Disney. We fly under the radar. That's true. Too. 100%. One of the benefits to no one listening to the show. But anyway, here we are on a Tuesday morning, ready to do it. I, I wanted to bring something to the table early this morning. Please. So I pick my kids up from school every day. They don't like riding the bus. Fine. Gives me an hour to myself to just kind of chill in the car, right? You wait for an hour? Got to get there early. I like getting there early so I can pick them up and get out. If I get there, mother of pearl. So I leave. Well, maybe forty-five minutes, probably. I sit in line. Still, it gives me some time to myself. Would do you do like 
being in the car. No, you. But you do enjoy just like I, I'm. I'm trying to think of the right the word. Like inner sanctum, almost. I, it's hard for me to relax. Yes, I, you're right. You're mm-hmm. you're absolutely right. So anyway, so I'm waiting yesterday. I get there a little bit later than I normally get there, and I pull up behind a truck, right? And I'm like, I, I see there's something written on the tailgate, like in. I don't know if it was paint or like a decal or what it was, but I pull up behind this truck, and it's a nice truck, dude. Mm-hmm. What do they say? It's murdered out. Okay. Don't the kids say that? It's got all the... So it was all black? It, and it was just bells and whistles. I mean, just okay. everything. Sweet looking truck. And on the tailgate in pink letters, it says, divorce present. Oh, yeah. And it was a woman driving. It wasn't a dude driving. It was a woman driving. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, who would put that... In a permanent decal on their tailgate. Like, I can understand maybe, like, you know, a week after the divorce, you're like, finally, I've gotten rid of that dead weight. I'm on to my best life now. Uh-huh. I'm just going to, as a joke, I'm going to write divorce present on this sweet truck that I got. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting it on it. And this look, because I was like, is that painted? Like, it looked like shiny and. It looked like a part of the truck, like right. it was on there when they got it from the factory. Not on the back window, right. which would be easy to take off. Right, no, this was on the paint, and it Oof. said divorce present. Like, mm. how long do you want that there? You how know? bad was that marriage? Oh, it had to be the worst. And I'm like, so every time, that would mean every time you get in your truck, or any time you see the back of it, you got to put some groceries in the back. You got to think about your divorce now. Thanks, Steve. Drop right. the tailgate. Like who puts that? And then it made me think back in the back in the nineties. That was kind of a thing. Like people would write something. Probably eighties actually. But there was cars left in the nineties from the eighties that would still have this. Mm-hmm. And people would write like things on the on their spoiler on the back of their car. I remember my brother had a friend who had a older like probably seventies Camaro. Oh yeah. And on and it was like the flaming chicken Trans Am. <laughs> And it was it was something, but you know he was sixteen, high school kid, you know. And on the spoiler on his Camaro, it said Fox Trap. <laughs> nice. I'm sure. He, I'm sure he had plenty of gals as I well. I don't know which is worse: divorce present or Fox Trap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both of them are pretty. Pretty bad. I've talked about my best friend who had Primus Mobile written across the back glass of his. Yeah. Hung- and by the way, it wasn't a small sticker either. You're right. The big window sticker thing right. was a big deal there for a while. I still see some of them. The window sticker is different, though, than having it painted on. Because you can peel that off when you go take it to right. the dealership. When, when you're over that divorce, mm-hmm. you can have it d- taken out real easy. But hey, you know what? Good for her. She got right. something out of that marriage. The truck was sweet, too. I was envious of that truck. Now, she was obviously picking up some children at the school. Yep. Whew. That's got to be tough. That you're that you're rolling around with a sticker as a middle finger to dad. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like those, I even thought about that when she picked up her kids. I'm like, man, I bet, I bet on a daily basis they hear what a piece of trash their father is. Whether he was or wasn't. That's you still know? rough. Right. Now, can I go back further here? Please. I am borderline intrigued here about this school pickup line. Yes. I have never been to a school pickup line. How, now, do, you, how do you get your kids? They come home on the bus. Oh, okay. My kids don't like the bus. Hey, hey look. My kid gets in trouble on the bus a little bit. Yeah. We've had to have some talks like that. But, uh, hey, you got to learn the ways of the jungle in there, too. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, but you know me. I, I, If my kids don't like it, I'm going to fix it instantly. It, it got to be that snowplow parent. I, 100%. I, I've never claimed to be a good parent. I, I've never claimed to be doing it right. What happens in this school pickup line? Exactly what you think. You sit there. So, like, in the, what, your kids just run out and run to the car? No, you slowly you slowly move along. It goes one by one? But it goes quick. That's why you got to get there soon. You got to get there early, I mean. Do you have to fully stop? Yeah, you put your car in park. Oh, my God. I'd be honking for an hour straight. Why? Because you know these kids are all slow. Now, do you wait for your kids to buckle in before you pull off? No, because I'm not. There you go. But I'm, I'm not picking them up on the freeway. Where we're, I'm just gunning it the second they get in the car. I'm just saying, I'd open that door, you know, with the old van, yeah. hit that sliding door, hop just, in. And then just, no, it's it's not as bad as you think. Okay. So I maybe get there, they get out of school at 310. I'm probably there by 220. Oh my God. 
It's not as bad. As, oh, oh, oh my god! It's not as bad as you think. Oh, fifty minutes of just sitting there staring at divorcee parent or whatever well, sticker. You just let your mind wander for a little bit, oh. or you play a game on your phone, or there's a radio program I like to listen to, am, or whatever. Am I alone? There is no way in God's green earth. I, I would rather just show up 10 minutes before school's out and just sign him out early. Clearly, I'm not the only one because I have to wait in a super long line. So I'm not the only one who feels this way. Stephanie just texted, you have to go an hour early or you will be in a mile-long line and wait forever to get your kid. I'm she with said, Kelly. I'm with Kelly. Craig says I'm with Wood. But here, I've never claimed to be doing this parent thing correctly. No. Okay? Never once. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have anxiety over how I parent. Mm-hmm. But... I just, I'm like, I get it. The bus is a really rough place. There's a lot of trashy people in my neighborhood right. that the kids have to ride with. You got to battle. So I took him out of that. I took him out of that scenario. Mm. Kelly is nuts. Make the kids ride the bus. I don't want to. I don't, I don't like putting my kids in situations they don't like. The good news is they ride the bus together, right? Yes. See, and that's the same thing with my kids. At least you got some sort of backup on the bus. I had right. to ride the bus separate from my brother. So, yeah. that was Thunderdome. F- yeah, fend for yourself. And, and back in the day, the bus was different. You know, now they're oh, very was. structured about things. And, you know, hey, your kid keeps starting fights on the bus. I'm like, well. It was pandemonium back in the day. Who's fighting back? <laughs> Positive vibes only. PVO. That's it. It's the only way to, le- to live, dude. I told yeah. my son that last night. We had a little bit of a talk. Because he got, he got rattled in Mario Party. Yeah. I told him, I was like, you got to have a better uh, outlook on things. You got to have a positive yeah. vibe to everything. You well, do that, who knows how high you can go. Would you have changed my inner being go with, with your positive vibes only? Now I got to go work on that outside being yeah, and we'll be man, all right. Be good. I used to be a very negative person all the time. I'm not anymore. It's a, my mom used to beat me over the head with Pollyanna. I don't know what that is. Uh, it is a, a movie about like this kid who gets dealt like a crap hand all the time. All right? All the time. Like everything that could go wrong for this kid, it does. But she has a good outlook on everything, right? right. Now, it, in theorem, it's a wonderful story about having good you know, vibes and everything like that. But all the time, if anything crappy happened to me, I started getting mad. My mom would say, what would Pollyanna think? I hated that kid. Right. I hated that because it constantly get that was my measuring stick of happiness. Yes. But looking back on it, it was a hundred percent the right way to think about things, man. That that reminds me of a parable that I saw on a What the hell is that? On a TikTok or a reel or I don't know what the heck I was watching, but I saw something and it, it's a Chinese parable about a farmer. Okay, so the farmer loses his horse at first, right? And mm. all the neighbors come around and they say, Well, that's too bad. The farmer says, Well, we'll have to see. Shortly after the horse returned, bringing another horse with him. And then the farmer, it's like the farmer's son loses a leg okay. in a farming accident. And he grew back another one. No. And the neighbors all say, oh, that's terrible. And the farmer says, well, we'll see. Now I'm only buying one shoe. No. <laughs> Come on, man. You're sorry, ruining sorry. this Chinese parable. Sorry. So the kid, then war breaks out. Well, now his son doesn't have to go to war. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes when things look bad on the surface, you just got to wait and see. Silver linings. Sometimes it'll turn out fine. Holy cow, what are we talking about? I don't know about war being a thing of good tidings. I'd have stuck with the shoe one. The fact that his son didn't have to go to war because he lost a leg is a good thing. Okay. I'm not... I'm not doing it justice. I'm not up on my Chinese parables. Probably as much as I should be. But it's in that... I'm in the ballpark, if you will. Even the Chinese losing, guy's like, whoa. Losing a leg would suck, <laughs> even if it meant you didn't have to go to war. Stick with the shoe thing. It was, it was something along mm-hmm. those lines Yeah, that you have to wait and see, because sometimes things seem bad on the surface, but if you, if you just wait it out, something good will come of it. Right. There you go. And that's what we're going to do today. Positive vibes. Holy on. cow. We got there. Yeah. Oh, Somewhat, I think. <laughs> I just I saw it on I I saw the video and I was like oh that's really good because I have a tendency to not wait to see if things that I think are bad are really bad because mm-hmm. maybe maybe they're not yeah just gotta wait it out man hey as they always say man if you think if you want to make God laugh make plans exactly because you never know what's gonna come up I think God was laughing at that Chinese parable too. no he laughed he was like whoa hey <laughs> this is this is too weird for even me anyway man what's going on with you uh now I. This I have brought this up numerous times before on the show. I do a lot. And you probably even hear it in the background of the show because this mic does pick up a lot of things. Yeah, I'm very animated with my hands when I yes, talk. Yes, you are. I do a lot of 
clapping. There's a lot of clapping. The clapping is definitely ratcheted up lately. There's snaps. It's always when you got to make a point. Yeah. You, know, you just, and I don't know what it is, but I'm very animated when it comes to, and I, my son pays no attention to me when I talk. Now, Murphy, my daughter, is much better at it, but Everett just does pay no attention. He's got his own things going on. So I have to emphasize things when I'm trying to get his attention. Mm-hmm. I can't turn that off when I'm then talking to my wife. Right. So when I'm like, hey, I need this done, and I snap my fingers, it gets under her skin. Now we, I don't, We've talked about this before, right. about your snapping at your wife. And I'm not doing it on purpose, right? Like You're, if, you're if, doing it because you watch The Sopranos. That's it, partly it. Even if I didn't know. Hey, let me say this. Even if I didn't know that you were re-watching The Sopranos right now, I would know that you were re-watching The Sopranos right now. Yes, because there's a lot of, of two-finger pointing. There's a lot of snapping. And like, oh, there's a lot of that. There is a lot of... You had pasta for breakfast this morning. Hey, those were egg noodles. Oh, Don't turn your nose up with egg noodles. Stugats. And so last night is I'm going to bed. Now, my wife stays up after me every night because I go to bed early, way too early for her. All right? mm-hmm. I go to bed with my children at 8 o'clock. Yeah, that's beautiful. So we're in the room. We're getting everything ready. And she was going to walk out and leave the door open. Because the problem is going to be, she's going to go down to the kitchen, she's going to listen to music, the right. lights are on, they're going to come down the Banging hall. Banging pots and pans. Right. I said, hey, grab the door. <laughs> now, I, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Looking back on it, yes. I, I could have. Because I, 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 now how do you sleep? I, I don't know. Do you, do you sleep with anything? I sleep. Recklessly? I don't know. <laughs> I'm tucked in all the way up to my neck. No, I, I run too hot when I sleep. Like if you walked into my room, I would look as if I was stuck in quicksand underneath my covers. Yeah, I'm. I'm no. And so obviously my hands are beneath the blankets. And she goes, "Did you just snap at me?" <laughs> no, 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 no. Because I, I, I can't defend myself if she right. came at me, right? Yeah, you're all tucked in like a burrito. But for some reason in my head, I kind of thought to myself, "This is my house. You're not going to tell me not to snap in my house." So it's like a. Under the sheets? She starts to walk out, and I just give her a quick little <laughs> underneath the blankets. I have no idea how that woman heard it, but let me tell you, man, she came back like a honey badger. I bet. it's dis- Snapping is pretty disrespectful. And she jumped on me in the bed, <laughs> and not in the fun way, right? Oh, here we go. I no. didn't know that the story was going to take this turn this morning. Boom! Like Macho Man off the top rope. Caught me flush. And she just kind of got him. She goes, don't you ever snap at me again. And walked out. And I thought to myself, yeah. (laughs) I don't think I will. My wife doesn't like when I snap at the kids either. I'm like, hey. The kids, they work for you. I know. But my wife was like, hey, that's they're not dogs. You don't call them with a snap. I'm like, oh. No, the dog I rub. (laughs) These kids, hustle it up. (laughs) So, no, you know, so... I, again, it's one of those it's things. A, positive it, vibes. I'm trying a, to be better. You know what it does? It breaks listening patterns. Exactly. Just like when we play, when I play that music right there, it breaks listening patterns, makes people pay attention. It's science. Mm-hmm. It's biology. And so for, when, you, when you give them a snap, they're like, oh, wait, what? Well, especially when I've told the kids, hey, clay the table three times. And they're not doing, hey, hey. let's go. And then, you're right. It kind of just snaps everyone in yeah. because they know dad means business. <laughs> Dad's been watching The Sopranos again. And I would like to point out, Andrea did close the door, fell asleep right away. Oh! So it kind of worked. Now, I did have to take a flying elbow, but hey, little A, little B. Were you sleeping or were you knocked out? <laughs> Just unconscious. <laughs> One eye's all dilated. Uh, all right, you want to do some history? Come on. Let's do it. It was on this day... Back in 1933. How did I make it big? I know how <laughs> to play the game. I buy real estate, hotels, fancy cars, even railroads. And I take chances to make it big. Uh-oh, you've got to play the game. I Monopoly game. Monopoly was invented on this day back in 1933. Loved it until the cheating incident in my house, and I won't ever play it again. I will tell you this, though. If you play some of the digital versions, that game is still a blast. My son has the automatic teller one, where it's like that. You put like a top hat in the middle. It's like it's almost, it looks like an Alexa speaker or something. Really? And you just push your button. You're like, you know, pass go, and it gives you. It's it's all. No one can cheat with that one because mm. the computer has control. Or the one that we play on the Switch, on the Nintendo Switch. That one's fun too. See, but uh, okay, if you say so, I'm not willing to give it a try. I'd rather play other games. Yeah. 
We I, love that game. My blood pressure can't handle it. <laughs> because you can just kind of sit down and relax a little bit. Look, I know we're a country music station, mm-hmm. okay? This is not. This has been made painfully obvious to me, but I think we all remember when this album came out. Now, here's a little story I got to tell about three... Maybe not when it came out, because it came out a long time ago. Way back but... We're all familiar with the Beastie Boys, correct? Well, they, they crossed a lot of genres. That's what happened. On this day in 1987, this album, Licensed to Ill, One lonely Beastie IP. became the first rap album to top the U.S. chart. It stayed at number one for seven weeks. It was the first rap album to ever go diamond, which is really? which is sell over 10 million copies. Yep. Boy, you could have given me 100 guesses, and I probably wouldn't have got to them as really? being the first one. Just because, you know... You would think other ones would have came before it. Well, yes, you would have. But if you think about the time, it was the 80s. Rap was kind of new. Mm-hmm. You know, they were the white dudes doing it, and they were doing a good job at it. They weren't corny. Well, they were kind of corny. Like, well, License Ill is kind of a corny, but it's like there's a, lot of, there's a lot of artistry on that album. Well, and you think today with, you know, some of the lines being blurred of, you know, pop music, hip-hop, and country, and things like that. Right. You know, Beastie Boys have a hit in rock music, Sabotage. Yeah. I mean, that is a rock song as it gets. So yeah. it, they are incredibly musically talented. I am a huge, huge Beastie Boys fan. Uh, and then it was on this day in 2016. I'm aware of how destiny is going to take it. Of course, brother, bro, brothers, bro, brothers, brother, brothers, brother, 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 brother. I'm fighting for life, brother. We've been hanging Hulk Hogan admitted that wrestling was fake while on trial in Florida. Well, but it was known before that. Yeah, everybody knew. Well, but it came out that Vince McMahon actually had to admit it for tax purposes. Oh, really? Yeah, because I forget what state it was, but it was one of the states that started coming after way back then. It was still the WWF. Right. And it came after because they said, no, this is real. And, well, they said, okay, well, if you are real, then you have to pay taxes as a sporting, you know, oh, as a sport. Really? And that's when they came out with the term, well, sports entertainment. But and then it got like, yeah, okay, you know, it's scripted because they didn't want to have to pay certain taxes. And I, I forget the exact details of it. Now, the thing I've always thought is we all kind of knew that it was scripted mm-hmm. or they knew who was going to win. But that, that doesn't take away from the fact that these dudes are out there, you know, putting their own bodies through Oh, Just some insane amounts of abuse. A physical toll that, I mean... I can't even imagine jumping from the top rope and, like, like I don't even know any of the names of any of the moves, but... So, when I used to live in Atlanta, Atlanta was a hotbed for wrestling, because that was where the WCW was based. Okay. So, this is where all these guys lived, in Atlanta. Yeah. And I went, I tore my ACL right out of high school, and I went into my doctor for rehab. He was also the rehab doctor for all these WCW guys. Yeah. And so one day I'm in there, and you may not know these names, but uh, Scott Steiner, this dude was enormous. I mean, yeah. he was the size. I mean, he had muscles on top of muscles. Yeah. Like, that was his thing, too. Right. And Buff Bagwell were in there. Buff Bagwell, I know. These guys could barely walk. I oh, mean, like, I would imagine. They were getting up and like limping across the room, and I thought to myself, okay, like these dudes put themselves through some stuff. That movie, The Wrestler, is honest yeah. to God. About the saddest movie you will ever watch. So you know my wife's dad teaches wrestling, like that kind of wrestling. Luchadore. Right. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of those guys, the movie The Wrestler, he said, is so accurate for Ugh. those guys, man. Like, dudes who just, they want to make it so bad, but it, I mean, it's just, a, you have a very small chance of making it. But when I was a kid, there was a, a facility, because you know, the AWA was based out of Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and there was a clinic that I would shovel their walk in the morning if it ever snowed, and that's where Jesse Ventura would go, Hulk Hogan when he was in town would go there, and it was right down the, right by North Memorial Hospital is where we lived. It, crazy to think back, man. Well, I, I tell you, because my dad was, you know, I started watching it, my dad said to me, no, this is, this is all crap. First match he ever watched was that one where they threw Mankind off the cell into the table. Oh, my gosh. And even my dad was sitting there going, holy cow. This is... <laughs> and he was hooked there for a long time. You're right. I mean, fake, yes. Painful, yeah. absolutely. Heck, yeah. I remember, how about when they used to bleed out in the... Mm-hmm. Not bleed out, but they used to just sit there and bleed in the ring. Ric Flair. I mean, that yeah. dude cut himself all the time. Hulk Hogan, too. Yeah. Anyway, all right. That's enough. That's enough down memory lane with wrestling. Uh, celebrating a birthday today, Wood. Jenna Fisher from The Office. Pam on The Office. Can I can 
can I bring something to the table? I why not? Is Pam not low key one of the more unlikable characters on TV? Oh wow, I've never heard that theory before. She cheated on two dudes on the show. Love is love. Well, she cheated on, and everyone was okay. She didn't with necessarily it. cheat on Jim. Well, that camera she guy. Off, she got awfully close. I'm just saying. But I mean, Jim was also living, you know, long distance. Jim also kind of cheated on the other right you know, one there. A lot as of well. cheating going on. I think it's just it's art imitating life. Wood. I don't think I don't think she was unlikable. She was at home alone with two kids. Okay. While her husband was off living the single life. Very funny character, but there were times where I just thought to myself, hey, how? And, and look at, okay, look at her, uh, look at Roy, the original guy that she, she didn't really cheat on Roy, though. Mm, emotionally, li- she did. Uh, okay. Emotionally. But, uh, you can't control that, though. You can control the physical. You can't control the emotional. You just can't. Oh, that's kind of deep. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I just made that up, too. <laughs> that's kind of like my Chinese proverb. <laughs> Or parable, proverb, parable. Yeah, I don't know what it was. The one shoe guy. Um, also, <laughs> also celebrating a birthday today. There are going to be some things, things that you'll come to learn about me in the next few days. I just want you to know that no, no matter how it may look, I only had you in my heart. Brian Cranston, it's his birthday today. Still, one of the greatest TV characters of all time. I want to jump back into Breaking Bad, but it's like, you need to be in the right headspace for that show. Walter White was just phenomenal, and the arc that he kind of goes through is just... And I... Osmondeus is that episode, I think it's like two before the final one. Okay. Honest to God, 65 minutes of on-the-edge-of-your-seat television. Yeah. Just phenomenal. He's got to be 62 Ah, uh, boy, you're actually a little bit low on that. <laughs> Brian Cranston is 67. That dude's almost 70 years old. And he was on Malcolm in the Middle, I was about to a say. successful TV show. Uh, King Break- of Queens, King of Queens, Breaking Bad, Seinfeld. Like mm-hmm. that dude has just been around forever. Good for him. Yeah, 67 today. Of course, if it's your birthday today, we would like to wish you a happy birthday as well. 